Nerd to the Wise. We are an explicit podcast tackling content with adult themes as well as well, there there aren't any, there aren't any spoilers here actually at all. Okay. Hey there, this is Cross. I'm going to ramble and stutter and uh, not know what to say i'm my i'm pj hi and we and we are words and whiskey a podcast for veteran and novice readers like we tackle fiction novels and love to talk about what we're drinking you should think of us as your new intoxicating weekly book club there's probably new people listening to this right now so they don't I understand so. that that was kind of a joke up top usually we give Maybe. a spoiler warning for how far we've read within a series or or a book but this is episode zero so we haven't read into we're not talking about any details of any book yet so yeah welcome new listeners if there are any (laughs) no details on no books no nothing nothing crazy this is meant to be fully approachable just to give you an idea of um you know what we're going to be tackling kind of some of our thought processes behind it um, some asks and maybe give you a quick idea of you know like what what the show is and what do we expect are? from this upcoming season? Yeah, maybe who we are. So a little bit of that, maybe a little. Bit. Um, but today is the zeroth, zeroth episode <laughs> where we're going to be talking about what PJ thinks of the first law by Joe Abercrombie is and or could be, and where we'll chat about some large concepts about Joe, give ourselves a little bit of an introduction and whatnot. But before we get into any of the rough content, the first thing we want to do, or the content of the episode, first thing we want to do is talk about the featured drinks that we're having pj what are you having today i just opened a beer called luxurious llama by lupulin brewing company it's a local minnesota brewery it's not very far from where i live they're very 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 good i am having a southern tier brewing co double ipa but pj we have an ask for listeners yes if you would like to see anything come to life in drink form on this show if you could submit drink names to us i would love to take those names and turn them into cocktails i think it'd be a lot of fun where should they Maybe. reach out crossland you you know more about social media uh, you, okay 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 you you could reach out to us on blue sky you could reach out to us on instagram or threads otherwise you can occasionally very occasionally find us on twitter i am not frequently on but i do go and check maybe once a week or so more frequently though i check our email pretty constantly so give us an email at words and whiskey show at gmail.com and we'll we'll give a check there any ideas that you have send them in and we would love to craft custom cocktails based on your name so for people of whom are new to words and whiskey just so you're aware we're gonna be tackling this whole series over the course of the next year and change the only reason i say that is we're gonna have a couple of brief interruptions that are kind of planned as a part of sort of the journey through the standalone trilogy, the great leveler trilogy, as it were, that will potentially break it up a little bit. And uh, before we get to age of madness, so we plan on tackling all nine books and the sharp end short, short story collection. Um, but there will be a couple of other inserts in between. So PJ for anyone new to the show is generally speaking new to the story that we're approaching i think at this point you just counted you've read 30 books since we've started the show so i think it's a little tough to call you a brand new reader anymore but you're new to the story 
And so you're reading it completely fresh week to week. Meanwhile, I have read all of these in the case of the first live, read them multiple times. It remains one of my favorite series of all time. I'm very excited for us to have to tackle this one, including a number of my favorite entries. My second favorite book ever slash my favorite book that I've read in my adult life is from this series. So I'm very forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I am very aggressively on team no hype, as we call it. Zero spoilers, zero information about the story. I know nothing about this story going into it, and I am very excited to learn about it as we go. Like I think some people enjoy kind of reliving stories vicariously through me for that reason, because I am a purist in that sense and i hope that maintains throughout this series yeah and hopefully the other side of that is that we can bring some insight into analyzing the actual text and sort of the the nature of especially abercrombie's very eloquent writing and character writing and stylings and things like that so we'll get into a number of those small nuances and character details and different quotes and passages and all sorts of things as we break down kind of the story on a week-to-week basis. Our show tends to be a little bit longer on average. We usually record about two to two and a half hour episodes. They're they're longer, they're meatier, they're beefier to get to a lot of the components and make sure that we don't miss anything critical. I also mm-hmm. don't want to like lead PJ down a path of assuming that something is really important by pointing it out. So some of that ends up being, you know, not misleading by any means, but ensuring that I'm not leading him either. Right. Um, To anyone also new to the story, but not new to words and whiskey, like if you've if you've come with us from Red Rising or from Mistborn and are embarking on the first law with me as a new as a new reader, I'm very excited to share this experience with you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we. We've got a couple of patrons that are reading along for the first time, which is very exciting. And then in addition, for those of you of whom are following along, you can find our schedule at wordsandwhiskey.show forward slash schedule. At that point, you'll be able to see all of the different episode numbers, specifically the chapters that you're looking at on a week-to-week basis, and what exactly that looks like on our website. This is a trickier one These books are trickier than previous novels that we've read in the fact that there aren't numbers to follow and there are only subtitles. And so we are led basically by the subtitles being the numbers. So keep in mind that each of these are reading through that chapter. So for instance, our first week is the end through the good man. And so that is the intended reading. You finish the good man and you stop before the next chapter. If we ever talk about page numbers, it'll be in the box set paperback editions of the books. So if you have hardcovers, which I I think Crossland is working off of, so we might be able to give both. Like the the first, first section, I think, is through page 104 or something like that in the paperback edition. That's a great point. I can totally update these with paperback numbers. I haven't done that for a while just because we had different versions of the Mistborn Era 2 books, but I can totally do that. So I will do that. I'll update those with page number accounts between them. But yeah, that will be, they will be driven for the sake of everyone listening by the paperback mass market, not, sorry, not mass market, the trade paperback edition, which is the box set edition, the red, blue, gold with the sort of Kurosawa inspired edging on them all. The sort of streaks of blood. 
that said, how PJ, often we'll talk about page numbers, but if we do, that's probably not. what they're going to be. But doing you'll be able to see of. them on the website at the very least if you need another sort of range to stop yourself. So that'll be right there and available. With that, the plan for the season is vaguely to run through as six episodes to cover each of the books. So this is going to be a little bit faster than our traditional seasons. Our hope is, is our plan is to cover them as in depth in the same amount of time and do more pages all at once. So I am confident in our capability of doing that. All right, cool. Sounds our good. 40 minute tier list did go two hours. An accident, <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to record a bunch of five, ever, five hour episodes. I'm sure. <laughs> and then we're going to cut them in half. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. publishing we'll long podcasts is difficult. <laughs> Like That's literally true. from a size perspective. Yeah, from a <laughs> from an upload perspective, it's kind of yeah, you can you can only do. upload 150 megabytes as a podcast, and we're already at like 112 a week. <laughs> we can't do much more. <laughs> we can't do much more without compressing ourselves. Okay. Anyway, that's a lot of background on exactly what we are, what we're doing, how we're approaching this, and sort of the the sort of framing with which uh, we're going to be viewing these things. So I wanted to kick it off, PJ. At this point. I just want to point out that you're not completely blind going into this one because comparatively, I did give you a choice. And as a part of that choice, I did let you read. We listened together to a chunk of chapters, not quite this full first chunk that we're reading here. So from here on out, I'm going to say brief spoilers for our first week's reading on the blade itself. I don't think small. We're not going to talk literal details. Yeah, I don't not think there will be any details, but... For full no-hypers, if you want to know absolutely nothing, you're good to shut off right now. If yeah. you're okay with a little bit of vagary that PJ already has a little bit of background in, we're going to talk just a smidge about some things. Okay. There we go. That's, that's, that's the plan. So, with that, I'm going to read here our synopsis of the blade itself here to set us up. So... Logan Ninefingers, infamous barbarian, has run out of luck. Caught in one feud too many, he's on the verge of becoming a dead barbarian, leaving nothing behind him but bad songs, dead friends, and a lot of happy enemies. Nobleman Captain Jazal Dan Luthar, dashing officer and paragon of selfishness, has nothing more dangerous in mind than fleecing his friends at cards and dreaming of glory in the fencing circle. But war is brewing, and on the battlefields of the frozen north, they fight by altogether bloodier rules. Inquisitor Galacta, crippled-turned-torturer, would like nothing better than to see Giselle come home in a box. But then Galacta hates everyone. Cutting treason out of the Union, one confession at a time leaves little room for friendship. His latest trail of corpses may lead him right to the rotten heart of government, if he can stay alive long enough to follow it. Enter the wizard Baez. A bald old man with a terrible temper and a pathetic assistant, he could be the first of the Magi, he could be a spectacular fraud, but whatever he is, he's about to make the lives of Logan, Jazal, and Glockta a whole lot more difficult. Murderous conspiracies rise to the surface, old scores are ready to be settled, and the line between hero and villain is sharp enough to draw blood. It's pretty compelling. Sounds it's, pretty great. It's a pretty good summary. In my very little experience, so... um for for uh, for the sake of clarity on my on our way to my wedding which was a 5 hour drive crossland and i listened <laughs> to the like first couple chapters of both 
the blade itself and the first Dark Tower book. Yep, the Gunslinger. The Gunslinger. Just to decide together which one to tackle next. And funny story, we landed on the Gunslinger and then landed on Blade itself after further contemplation. In the amount of story that I've been experienced or that I've been exposed to, I had no idea what the general uh, genre of this story would be. We we had exposure to flatheads, but we didn't get any exposure to anything truly magical. So. Mm-hmm. I had uh, questions on whether or not it would be, I, I mean, I figured fantasy would be the right term for it, but I didn't know if it would be something low magic or no magic fantasy or something uh, a little bit higher magic. Unsure at this point with the <laughs> with the existence of the wizard Baez. I'm guessing a, Baez. A, a little bit of magic is probably going to be involved, but... Yeah, I I am still quite in the dark as far as the extent of that goes. Yeah, and I just just for full clarity, the reason that we did it this way, you know, to the point was selection definitely between the two of us. But the other side of that was the reason that we listened to as much as we did was because I wanted you to get each POV in this case. So in the case of the blade itself, I wanted you to have each and every one of the point of view characters kind of underneath your belt in a vague understanding. We literally skipped incidentally in our reading order we did skip the introduction of bias but that's because he's not pov so i really wanted you to listen and get a feel for logan and jazal and glockta predominantly as far as your opinions on them as as that goes so yeah and part of the reason that we i decided to settle on this is because of our ability to split this series up well with the impending eventual release of red god of which we will return to red rising for take a break from the first law world at that point and then you know come back basically my imagination with the estimated release schedule in like a conservative or rather a a liberal amount of time for pierce brown to finish that book and in what our group's estimations are among fans and friends i imagine we will round out and finish the heroes by joe abercrombie and right around then we'll be close to knowing precisely and either we will start red country and then go in after red country or we'll go into the book and go into red god so red country is an abercrombie book gotcha yeah sounds good i I was gonna question you on that (laughs) yeah Yeah. red country and red god so that's part of the reason that i ultimately decided that because i would not feel good splitting up the dark tower um and so that was the dark tower is big crossland's baby it is it's my favorite uh, book series of all time. It, this is my second favorite though. So like this is also kind of baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. On the whole, all nine books, including all nine books, um it is my second favorite series. So there are trilogies that I think are are better than individual trilogies, but as far as like a whole thing goes, holy shit, man. Um so I'm very excited to be starting this journey. And I'm curious about your expectation for these characters. You've had initial setup, which is basically an expounded version of this summary. So not a whole lot more than that. But I'm curious about thoughts that you might have about the characters as it pertains to where you potentially see them going or not going or, you know, just some like general initial reads because you had a little bit of space with them. 
I've had a little bit of space. I've had a very little bit of space, Crossland. I've had so little. Yeah, you've had like a chapter. <laughs> piece. That's why I think it's good. Like, uh, generally, I ask you to make a prediction just on these summaries, right? Yeah. You've got like a little bit of an idea of who they are with a little bit of perspective, but not everything as of mm-hmm. yet. Start where you like. So, Logan, Nine Fingers, mm-hmm. feels like our primary protagonist. At this point, whereas Glockta feels like our, maybe not an antagonist necessarily, but a third party kind of. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He, he doesn't feel like someone that we're going to end up rooting for in any way. And maybe I feel that way because I hate the government and <laughs> <laughs> he works for it. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> he works so, for it and is inspecting, you know, as, yeah. as the chapter that you're in, you know, well, basically cites, right? Yeah. And the summary. True. But I, I fully recognize that my personal biases are <laughs> entirely bleeding into my on whether or not this is a protagonist for us. True. Um, in, I, so... We, we listened to a little selection during that car ride, and then I've started reading briefly. Mm-hmm. I do not really remember anything about Jazal if we got that far. We did. We listen. did. We listened okay. to, we definitely I, listened I'm to sure the Jazal. I'm sure I'll remember chapter. it when I get there, but yeah. I, I don't, I don't remember any specifics about them at this point. Yeah. So, Jazal, in particular, he is a, you know, without without getting into it too much, his, like, initial scene and setup is mostly, is him, like, swindling his friends out of money, playing cards, and he's evaluating okay. the rest of his friends and sort of their noble status. Yep, 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 um, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw the, the sigh and realization of who the fuck that was <laughs> all in one moment. Yeah. Which told me a whole story. Well, we were listening to this part when we turned off on in the middle of nowhere and, and had to find a gas station <laughs> yes in, yes. in bumfuck nowhere wisconsin uh-huh. so i was more concerned about <laughs> whether or not we could fill up properly because the first gas station we got to was entirely shut down yeah yeah it was non-operational so i was a little stressed out um <laughs> so you also, if you don't have a read, you don't have to have a yeah, read. Yeah, I, I don't, more, I don't remember specifics well enough. This was a okay. I was also thinking about getting married in like a couple yeah. of days. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm this is a unique circumstance where you have a little bit of a mm-hmm. of an impression. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited to read this series as well. The one, you know, this is sort of this is outside of the realm of something that I would normally present inside of these things, but I do want to give it to you, kind of straight. This series was written in the same way that the Lord of the Rings was written. This is all one book. Mm. It's just broken up into three. Okay. And I, I, I generally, I generally don't give that sort of like level clarity until we're like through a thing fully. But I, I really think that it's one of those, those components that for most people, when I'm pitching this or recommending it, it's like, just so you know, the blade itself is like the fellowship. Like it's a setup. And that means that like, you know, and that's good. You know, I'm not saying it is literally the fellowship, but it is like a setup. 
and there there are great components there. There's obviously climaxes, things happen inside of the story, but you know, it's it's intended fully as a trilogy from the okay. beginning. This was always three books, this story, all intentional. Gotcha. Just so you know. Totally appreciate that that heads up yeah but i'm committed to reading all of them anyway well, so <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. i know i know i just it, it's like one of those things where it's like in estimation i i think maybe it's just because i had someone react who i had made the recommendation to on behalf of the show and whatever else and he sent me messages in there i'm like this is one of your favorite book series of all time and i went yeah just keep fucking going dude like just just and then by the end they're like yeah i get it and i was like god damn it like, don't question me uh, <laughs> but yeah there's there's a couple of those but yeah i for me it's just like the one the one sort of quasi extra textual thing that i add here is is that a little bit of background on joe abercrombie joe joe spent his time before writing as a film editor originally and so kind of comes from that world of things he edited a number of documentaries, music videos, and a couple of feature films, and was kind of writing on the side, having fun, playing around with sort of like his his like D&D char- characters that he had in his head. And, you know, not that this is D&D inspired or anything like that, but sort of like the memes of characters and character types yeah. as they literally apply. And any, uh, came out any with this story. films or music videos that I'd be familiar with? There's a couple of documentaries that I recognize that you might have actually seen because your dad loves rock band music documentaries. That's true. Um, (laughs) I watched a lot of them growing up with him. Yeah. I wonder. Tough to find easily. I'll look them up, though, and we can talk about them at a later date, and I'll add a little bit more there. No worries. But I I would add in, there are two, two other, like, kind of interesting notes that I would add here. One... Jillian Redfern, of whom I've talked about before, is the editor for Joe Abercrombie, has been for a long time. She wrote or she edited The Lost Metal, which is why, you know, I think that that book is a step above. I also found out she edits all of the UK versions of Sanderson's books as well. Mm-hmm. So it gives those like a language polish generally. I remember and, you talking uh, about that when we were yeah, talking about The Lost yeah. Metal. What is- also contributes edits. What is the nationality or or sort of background of Joe Abercrombie? He oh okay, G- great question. He is from well, he's from England. He's very English. He is okay. Okay. brutally brutally in English. Brutally English, <laughs> which is which is great. <laughs> brutally brutally a British man, born in Lancaster. I I want to say he lives in Bath is where he lives. Okay, Bath I, England. You know, if I really thought about it more, maybe Abercrombie would have made sense Screams as an English, English thing. But, but like, I, I had no idea what sort of background that that last name comes from. So. Yeah, Bath is what, like, just outside of Bristol on, like, western the western side of the UK. So, not that I, like, straight up knew that. I, I definitely Googled it to search to give you an idea. But you I know, did know that he was from Bath. I don't, I don't know what part of the country london is oh another thing that i'm very excited for within the first law universe as it's upcoming is the adaptation of best served cold of which i have since already said on this show is my favorite novel that i've read in my adult life of which is being the first book that is being adapted in this entire series it is book number four which is interesting hmm. uh, but makes sense because it's a standalone story as opposed to adapting a trilogy right off the bat so okay. 
because the first law books would make a better like mini series per book or you know single season of television and best of cold really i'm i'm very interested to see it i imagine it as two movies joe's writing it himself as a you know as the screenwriter Mm. and the film editor on the whole thing or not film editor but as a film editor with experience and everything else i'm very excited for what that what that looks like and what it shakes up to shapes up to be with the original director of deadpool directing it which is pitch perfect so i'm very excited for how that whole thing shapes up i'm trying to think of other things with with abercrombie that i wanted to bring up yeah i'm i'm just very excited obviously you've read it one of the first things you said is you did not expect it to be this funny by read it i mean you've read the couple of chapters and you were we were both laughing out loud together yeah. listening which is just it's so it's so fun very excited stephen pacey who does the audiobooks is wonderful highly recommend them to anyone who of whom hasn't listened to them and likes audiobooks they're they're great and yeah i feel like that that hits most of the bullet points that i wanted to make sure that we got out inside of this episode mm-hmm. so until, until reading I genuinely, legitimately thought Glockta's name was Glockter, like Glock Doctor. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, that's just me. I don't know. I thought that was a very, very funny name. Glockta is still a, a funny name just in the way that it sounds, but it's not Glock Doctor funny. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to bring up. Perfect. I, I think that's fine. It's an intro episode, right? Yeah. So you guys have an idea of what's going on. This trilogy, you know, again, originally published back in 2006 or 2005. When did you first read Got this it. book? Or this series? I first read this book, this series for the first time in 2020. Really? Okay. This is not long on my list, but it is high on my list, if that makes sense. And it has not shifted despite reading a number of my favorite books ever since then. But yeah, this is, you know, I I mean, obviously we've covered Pierce Brown and Pierce Brown is hugely inspired by Joe Abercrombie. He cites the book The Heroes as one of the greatest inspirations to the entirety of the Red Rising series, including especially Dark Age. So like they're... The people that we've read, one one way or another, have been influenced by Abercrombie. Matter of fact, I was going to bring this up earlier. One thing that we have consumed together from Joe Abercrombie is his one of his Love Death Robots mm. skits, which is the rat one about the war with the rats, which was Ooh. a Joe Abercrombie special. That's um, awesome. Yeah. I fucking love Love Death and Robots. Yeah. It's such a... Ah, man. Yeah, great. And yeah, he, he did that. So that was technically your first taste of Joe Abercrombie. Okay. okay. Which is fun in a, you know, short story novella kind of way. So mm-hmm. similar, similar kind of conceit. And but uh, I, speaking of Dark Age and the yeah. fact that we just ranked all of our favorite oh, yeah. books from this, what we've read so far on the show, Dark Age is my favorite of anything that Pierce Brown has ever written. So if that's inspired heavily by joe abercrombie i'm very very excited to get into this series it's gonna be fun (laughs) (laughs) we're we're gonna have some fun times we're gonna have some bad times but it's mostly gonna be all right 
All right, <laughs> so, cool. I did want to read this little line about Abercrombie t- kind of rounded out. So he began writing the series in 2002, completing the whole thing, the trilogy in 2004. It took a year of rejection by publishing agencies before Gillian Redfern of Galanx accepted the book for a five figure deal in 2005. He replies and talks about this moment saying in, in everything sense, it was a seven figure deal. If you counted the Pence columns, <laughs> <laughs> this check <laughs> which just I, it just tells you that's, so much that's about pretty it. fucking funny about Joe that's really so, funny yeah um, very excited though we've got a suite of great guests uh, that are going to be coming on for actually I have most of them booked out for the entirety of the series hmm. uh, I think I've got two open that I want to book yet but I've had people of whom have been kind of waiting for us to cover this to do rereads. <laughs> so it's kind of been an interesting thing with a couple of popular YouTubers that I'm very excited to have on the line. So nice. It'll be very fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm That'll very be- excited. Well, thank you guys so much for listening uh, to this little introduction episode here of uh, words and whiskey talking about the first law trilogy. We're very excited for the future with that. The chapters that you're going to be reading for next week, just to repeat myself again from what I was talking about before is the end through the good man, the end through the good man, um, including the good man. Yes. Through. I right. Know, but yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. been confusion in that in the past. <laughs> mostly, mostly my confusion. So most people got it the other way. Uh, the final thing that I wanted to throw in here is if you are a brand new reader, we would love to hear from you. If you're reading along with the series with us for the first time or what have you, um, let us know. Shoot us an email. Send us send us a comment. You can leave one if you're listening on Spotify directly in the application as well. Um, just let us know that you're you're a new reader and that you're following along. It's always fun to know that other people are experiencing it with us. So yeah, genuinely like. When we started this podcast, I really, really thought that I would have an influx of people like me that didn't read a whole lot. And it turns out that that's not the majority, but it's not non-existent. So I, I, I always appreciate hearing from people that are in my shoes within this, within this show's purview. So, yeah, absolutely. So very very excited on the whole for what that looks like final little bit here you can uh, where, find us and all the yeah where, where to like reach out to us if you are a new reader or if you're uh a very experienced reader and have comments or thoughts or ideas or anything ideas for cocktail names uh which i mentioned at the top of the show um Crossing, do you have do you have our, our handles? In yeah, words right whiskey show at gmail.com If you want to reach out to us directly via email, words whiskey pod on Instagram, Blue Sky and Threads. If you're looking to reach out to us on any of those platforms, yeah, we're we're available. Make sure you send us whatever notes. And if you're looking directly for our website and our schedule, again, words and whiskey dot show is where you'll find a lot of those links. Um, you can also find all of our social media links directly on the website, too, if you're looking for them just under the links page. It pops up like a little link tree. So you've got access to all the different things. You can also find us on patreon.com forward slash words and whiskey. Uh, we did just record a literal two-hour bonus episode, almost two-hour bonus episode, talking through and ranking all of the books that we've read so far in the show. Which Generally, was we'll great do time. like... 20 ish minutes before every episode it's kind of our warm-up it will will field 
topics from listeners, from patrons specifically, because that's who that goes out to. Um, or we'll, we'll just something disconnected, but to get us sort of in the podcasting spirit. Um, and we, we post that alongside the weekly episodes generally. Yeah. And as, as PJ stated, you know, gets us in the spirit. And then in addition, we have a thriving discord community that you can join and be a part of as well, of whom partake in various things like read alongs and everything that's going on underneath there. It's lively. It's great. Recommend it. So with that, we will see you next week. Yay. Yay. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.